Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Big Neil. Welcome back to Bless Levin. Hope you had a great weekend, a great Memorial Day, and I'm uh, thankful for all the graduates who graduated from VPK to college. Those have master's degrees and doc- doctorates, congratulations. Very, very, very exciting time in life. Uh, elevating, inspiring, and definitely encouraging. Keep on pushing, keep on going after it, just keep on walking in victory. I had a great weekend myself. My youngest, uh, my youngest had a birthday, and my oldest graduated from VPK. They're only 15 months apart, so we just stayed busy. And it was really good to see family and friends come together once again. It was, as the word is accepted now, dope. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, today, we're going to talk about victory. Walking in victory. It's very, very important to understand what victory is before we start talking about victory. What is what it is and what it is not. Victory is defined as a noun, an act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle, game, or other competition. I say it one more time. It's an act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle, game, or other competition. Victory is very, very essential to life because you're going to have to figure out and learn how to win. I'm not just in sports. I play sports. I'm still competitive to this day. We're all competitive in some sort of way. We're all competitive, especially some we care about and put forth energy in. We're, we are we are competitive by nature, okay? Plants are competitive by who's going to grow. They'll, they'll wrap around each other. We see it vines, all the stuff like that. Animals are definitely competitive. People are definitely competitive. Almost too far, almost too much. But however, we have to learn how to win somehow, some way. In your field of choice, whether it be selling cars, uh, being in the orchestra, you want that first chair, not that second chair, you know. Whether it is being the best teacher, it doesn't it doesn't matter. There's some form of victory that is in every field of play. It just is. That's how it is. But think about walking in uh, in blessings and walking in victory. To defeat an enemy, you have to recognize what the enemy is first. Or to defeat a foe. To defeat anything or anyone, you have to know who they really are. And I say that, of course, big man, you got to know who you are to, to beat them, to compete against them. But here's one thing about walking with Christ. When we think about Christ, we think about God, we think about the enemy. Oh, Lucy, oh, Lucifer, the devil himself. Sometimes we actually think that there's an actual competition between God and the devil. There is no competition between God and the devil. I want to make this very clear. I want to make this profoundly clear. I want to make this crystal clear. As clear as you hear a siren on a, on a fire truck. It's loud and clear. Okay? There is no competition between Satan and God. God is is victorious in every single way he is omnipotent omniscient all-powerful all-knowing everlasting he is the king of kings and the lord of lords there is no competition with god there is no defeating god there is no way there is no history ever in the world ever in the spiritual realm or, or, or beyond or whatever you may believe or think you believe of God being defeated by anything or anyone else it doesn't happen that way never have never will so we talk about walking in victory we talk about defeating an enemy it's not about someone defeating the enemy outside of you it is definitely 
talking about defeating the enemy that is with inside of you in this spiritual journey, which is yourself. Let's, let's just be real with it. The greatest threat to anybody in this world, to, to any individual, is themselves. How you think, how you move, how you reason, how you don't move, how you prepare, how you execute, how you apply your faith, how you... It, 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 listen, it starts within yourself. First and foremost. Because you're only going to move, you're only going to, and you're only going to move what you believe in. Okay? Here's the thing about not, about not having a team of people around you to help you have a, a proper perspective. When you don't have a team of people around you to have a proper perspective, I don't mean you got to have 10 level people. You can have one or two good people in your corner with the prayer life. And you are, you'll be able to develop a proper perspective over time. Okay? But when you don't have that, you are left to your own chosen truth, which could be very dangerous because it, it can only be true to you and not to reality. A lot of us have a truth that's only good to us and, and it benefits no one else. That's not a good truth. That is not a good truth at all. Because as a believer, to live a blessed life, this is blessed living podcast, okay? to live a blessed life, you must be beneficial and useful to others with the love and the help of Christ. But if you only have your truth and you expect people to have your truth and to abide by your truth without you ever having the opportunity to take the, to explain it to them what your truth is you're going to steady you're going to continuously and steady have confrontations that could be avoided and your work and your efforts will be delayed victory is yours it's yours for the asking as my boy will tell me about it all the time it's yours for the asking but you have to know who you're fighting who you're competing against what am I competing against, Big Name? You're competing against your memories of past experiences. What you know and what you have experienced. How has that shaped your mind? How has that shaped you? Your belief system, your faith system inside of you, your heart, your mind. Because your past experience will teach you and develop your mind how to give, how to receive, how to love, how to receive love, how to maintain, how to abide with friends, how to let go of friends are all built upon past experiences and what someone else has taught you. I remember uh, a friend of ours, my wife and I, she had a husband who was doing her extremely dirty. He was cheating. It was obvious and evident. People knew about it. And my wife would talk to her. And I would talk to her from time to time as well. And I don't know if she slipped up and said this, but she said something that really... Uh, couple wife and I attention she said her people her mother and her aunties and her grandmother uh, intentionally told her and explained to her it's better to have a piece of a man than a whole man so he's just doing what he do what, what men do it's okay at least he come home to you that is some of the most blasphemous and false teaching I've ever heard of in my life being that we have daughters, I will never teach them that. And I will never be that example for them to give them a piece of myself to their mother or just a piece of myself to them as my daughters. But she allowed her husband to do this stuff to her for years. To cheat, manipulate, lie, embarrass her, degrade her, all, all, in, every, in all kinds of ways because she was taught it was best to have a piece of a man than a whole man. And she lived that way. She lived defeated because she lived... In, in a mental and, and emotional agony 
of her husband, the father of her, of her children, uh, cheating on her. Okay, needless to say, my wife and I uh, explained to her that is not the truth. But she did let us know that's what she was taught. She was fighting against that. Fighting against the things that she was, that was putting in her head as a child. Because in her mind, that was her truth. Is it the reality? Is it the truth? No. Let somebody cheating on you, abusing you, beating you, anyway whatsoever, you have the right to leave. You have to stay around for that. Needless to say, a couple couple years later, she did leave. She has she is living literally her best life. But walking in victory is a choice that you have to make with the help of the Holy Spirit. We are all going to need a team. And not every sport, not every not every competition is a team sport. As in seeing like golf, you, you think it's just one person playing. You're crazy if it's just one person playing. He has a coach, several coaches. She has a coach, several coaches. Has a team of people helping them develop and prepare for competition to be able to win and walk in victory. You have to prepare for victory. Whatever it is you have to do, if you have to stop doing something, if you have to start doing some things, you have to be open to different things that you must do in order to prepare for victory, especially in the spirit. Of course, you have to have a prayer life. Of course, you got to read the Bible. And more important, when you read the Bible, you have to find time and find the right people, the apps, books, whatever, to understand the Bible or what you're reading to be able to apply it faithfully. You understand what I'm saying? Victory isn't just um, a shot in the dark. It is a remote, intentional practices that allow you to be able to prepare and expect victory. All right. Victory is yours. We'll be right back with our daily prayer and a couple of scriptures to help us walk in victory. Right back. Thank you for listening to Blessed Living. Hold on. And we're back. Thank you for listening and staying with us. As we're going to close a prayer, but I want to put this scripture uh, into your heart, into your mind. I want you to take the time to go read, read about it, study about it in different translations. And it's Ephesians 6, 12 through 13. I'm going to read it from the NIV and I may read from a couple other ones uh, as well. But the one the NIV I have memorized a little bit. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil. In the heavenly realms what i want you to really pay attention to and keep in mind is that for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark world okay those are not tangible things those are not things that would you be able to go put your hands on and actually get a hold of physically these are all spiritual things because starts off saying for our struggle is not against flesh and blood so if and when you feel that someone is an enemy to you or someone is against your vision or someone is against your purpose or, or what you're trying to do you have to keep in mind that what you're trying to do is definitely for god and is going to uplift others to be able to see god in you and to see god for themselves so that so the competition or the victory isn't getting the person to believe in you it's for you to believe and know that person is being used 
by something else and that person may have no idea that they're being used by the enemy you have to you have to you have to know that there are a lot of people who have not a clue that they are being used intentionally and specifically by the pits of hell it's a dead honest truth I can't express it enough they have no idea what they're doing Satan knows that Satan knows that they have no idea they're being used by the enemy but he also knows that because he can use people to get you aggravated to get you frustrated to get you uh, annoyed and distracted from what you should be doing or what you said you were going to do and, and now your attention is based and focused on them or why they're doing that why they talk to them like that why they why what's wrong with them you're wasting your energy and your time or something that's not going to change because you recognize they have a problem Keep focused on what you're doing and walking in victory. Pay attention. Open up your spiritual eyes. You know, be a boss in the spirit. Like, and literally just take the time and just think about it like, mm, if they're really trying that hard to work against me, it can't be personal. And it's not personal. Keep in mind. When Christ led, told them to go out two by two, he told them, if they don't believe you're here, you have to say, just dust your feet off, keep on moving. Don't take it personal. In a nutshell. And that's what I'm trying to tell you today. That's what I'm trying to encourage you to do today. Keep your mind. Stay on Jesus, as old folk used to say. Keep your head up. Keep it moving. Stay positive. Stay strong and walk in victory. It is yours, but it's not going to come easy. Continue to prepare, continue to read, continue to digest the word of God, continue to ask people who read the word of God and they pray and they pray as well. Get the insight, gain and, and construct a proper and a safe perspective on what victory is, and who Christ is and what you have to do to walk in your destiny in the name of Jesus. Let's pray and let's get on out here and have a great day. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you for the opportunity just one more time to come into your presence and join in with the angels to give you all the glory that you deserve. So, Father, help us on this day. Open up our spiritual eyes that we're able to see in the spirit and be able to walk and talk in victory. God, I pray right now that you bridle our tongues and you bridle our, even our own emotions, Father, that we do not get dis uh, dismayed or distracted by the works of the enemy, that we are knowledgeable of the works of the enemy and that we continuously and consistently walk in victory and as, we, and as we prepare God and as we read the word and digest the word and receive revelation and insight in your favor Father I'm asking right now that you just allow us to join in with the heavenly host and join in with those who are of you Lord God and that we are able to receive encouragement and give encouragement and receive help Lord God with the vision you have given us give us the mindset to make it plain write it down and walk in victory, Lord God. And as you add people to this journey and you take people away in this journey, Lord God, give us the heart to, to forgive. Give us the heart to be, to persevere. Give us the heart to keep our eyes stayed on you. Pray for your wisdom to rest rule in the Bible within us. So Lord God, have your way each inside, each and every one of us, Lord God, inside our hearts, our minds, and our souls. We love you, we thank you, we appreciate you for all that you have done. In your name we pray forever and always, Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. This is Blessed Living. Don't forget to share and tag. Hope it helped you. Hope you learned something. Any comments, questions, or concerns, 
or just hit me up directly. Follow me on Facebook. It's your boy, Neil Jones. Or follow Blessed Living right there on Facebook. I love you. Have a great day.